At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, everybody? How you doing? It is the uh, 20th of September, 2021. This show comes to you each and every weekday from the Back Alley Comedy Club. Pardon me. I get that wrong every other time. Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins. Let's see. What are we going to do? Begins now. Hi, I'm Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh, and I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Because he's an idiot, swears like a trucker, loves puppy dogs, and gave away a kidney. Now here he is, Eric Zay! Uh, welcome in my gosh. It's so nice to have you all here. Uh, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures have been for, uh, going on three years doing it just like this. So, wow. Plenty to get to today. Um, and uh, let me just, uh, uh, first of all, remind you that the show uh, during a normal day is available on Facebook, but I still am always on Facebook. Face, uh, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Uh, you can uh, check me out live with Periscope video on Twitter at Eric Zane Show on Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT and then the almighty YouTube Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up, brought to you by The Tank. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Um, so it has come to uh, to this, really. Another uh, busy weekend of me on the radio, my voice. What is going on? I've been talking to you since uh, it was just over one week ago that I was uh, informed or people asked me, reached out, Hey, are you on the radio? I'm like, wait, what are you talking about on the radio? Yeah. We hear your voice. And I go out. That's not me. Uh, numerous other people, uh, not, not even asking if that's me just saying, Hey, it, it's good to hear you back. Uh, you're playing a little different music oldies, but, uh, sounds good. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. My kids, dad, people are talking that they're hearing you on the radio. I'm like, I have no idea. Then I heard it. 
And I was, uh, I was impressed at either the sound alike or somehow they've managed to manipulate my old voice tracks when I used to work for iHeart. And then uh, I started receiving a lot of um, correspondence from other audience members, uh, friends, whatnot. We're hearing you again, and then audio would come rolling in. That was uh, that was also the case this weekend. This is what uh, Adam in Houghton Lake sent to me. The fun hits you know. Oh, hey, we used to call this makeout music. This is weird. It's Rod Stewart, a big one one point three. So he uh, sent several clips. See, like with dust. It was at whatever time during the weekend. And then uh, he would send it off to me. Yeah, that's me. I've been fucking with you. I I can't. I I I could not. I couldn't keep the gag up any longer. It was too ridiculous. Too too. I'm like, it's so stupid and so far fetched. Uh, yes, that is me. Uh. I heart reached out to me some time ago and they said, do you want to be on the radio? I go, ah, yeah, sure. I don't care if it's not a, if it doesn't get, if it doesn't interfere with podcasting. Sure. And, uh, I go, but, uh, I mean, you know, and they said, well, uh, we want to put you on this, uh, on what was the station you were on 101.3. And I said, all right, so yeah, I'll do that. And so then I said, you know, I want to see, uh, if I can go on there. And see how long it is before somebody notices. And then, yeah, actually, it was amazing because, like I said, Jessica, she reached out right away because uh, uh, Chris uh, B heard it last week when I first went on, and I I was kind of surprised at that. But uh, yes, I've been uh, I've been with them for a little bit of time. Uh, just wanted to see how long I could keep this going, and then you know. Uh, Adam was uh, spending significant time recording me. That's that's where that came from, that clip that I just played. And uh, 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 Sexy Voice Andrea was sending me audio. People were constantly sending me audio. And I, then I'm like, you know, where else can I take this? I don't really, you know, I don't know what, where else this can go other than just saying that I'm suing them and stuff like that. But I said, you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of getting cold feet on the deal. I see Adam is joining us now. Adam, I just let the uh, cat out of the bag. I told Adam yesterday, I go, yeah, by the way, that's, that's, that's me, man. I, I'm just fucking with everybody. So yes, I am on the radio on big 101.3 and they, uh, they, uh, uh, reached, uh, they reached out to me and said, Hey, yeah, we want you on. I go, all right, great. So what they do is, uh, in the two years since I've been working for that company, they have set up this uh, various type of um, platform where I don't have to go into the radio station. I can just click on a button and I'm like virtually in the studio and uh, record my audio for big 101.3. The fun hits, you know, oh, the temptations, you know, edited versions of classic songs. So they play like it's oldies, 60s and 70s. Occasionally you'll get like Journey any way you want it or Dream On by Aerosmith. But you're going to get Mungo Jerry 
and the Beach Boys. So there you go. And it honestly, this is uh, this is you know, this is just me saying a few words in between songs for momentum. You know, that's that's the role of the DJ these days. If the DJ thinks that anybody really cares what the DJ says, you're crazy. They just want to hear the fun hits. Kenny says, so he's gone out of his way to not say who he was this whole time. Yes, yeah, so I was on the radio for like a week. Just say, not saying my name. So yes, I am on the radio for the time being until I screw this up. In fact, I'm on today at 10 a.m. Uh, 10 until uh, 2, filling in for Allie, who I believe is uh, part of the B93 morning show. And then I hope I'm not getting that wrong. I don't know what the hell is going on. So, uh, yes, I. Uh, if you want to check it out today on 101.3, you will hear your old pal Nutty Eric on the radio. Dirk says, yay, you're cancelable cancelable again. I'm cancelable now. We're we're just getting it's slowly but surely eroding. Stand by, I need some coffee. All right. Uh Kate says, old timer Eric coming at you with yesterday's moldy oldies. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that would be in some degree of trouble if I referred to the music as moldy oldies. Kate, but all right. Okay. So I got that out of the way. I was like, oh man, I don't, I, I can't really take this much further. You know, uh, don't forget we are under one month till my big uh, race with Mike ball on the 17th of October. Mike and I taking each other on, racing against each other. It's not going to be much of a race. I'm I'm just telling you. I I have I have lowered my expectation to finishing the race. It's that bad. But the beauty of this is that doesn't matter. I'm I'm giving you full disclosure. I don't want to steer you the wrong way because I want you to have a chance at winning the prize. Mike's going to win. There's no question. If I win, it'll be a absolute miracle. I don't know. Maybe he isn't training, but I, I highly doubt it. I will. I will toe the line. I will compete. I will try as hard as I can. I'm just too slow. I'm slow and it's horrible. But since we are doing it for charity, I saw that Mike posted this on his fake, uh, Facebook page. I wish I could post this. I guess it was his birthday. He says for my birthday, uh, sign up for this deal with Eric. People contribute 25 bucks to the AT Children's Project. And then they can bet who's going to win, Eric, Mike, and by how much time. Put that in there, and then you're entered. Uh, closest to the time with the correct uh, winner wins 300 bucks. Second, 200 bucks. Third, 100 bucks. Out of my own pocket, that is for you. So this, I mean, we've got maybe, uh, the goal is 1000 bucks. So that is that would not be a ton of people in this challenge. So sign up there, and then... Uh, you would go to atcp.org slash Eric Zane. That's atcp.org slash Eric Zane. 
Uh, Jason says, ask people to call in with your suggestions. For the uh, uh, folks on the uh, free podcast, you don't know that reference, but you're about to. I played this, of course, for the Patreon folks uh, last week uh, with under the guise that there's going to be a whole lot more Eric from 1986. As this tape was uncovered by my friend Racist Tom. This is the intro to the Easy Rhyme Rap Show. Attention in the city of Warren. Not attention in the city of Warren. It's tension in the city of Warren. Tension in the city of Warren. This is Easy Rhyme on 89.1 WPHS. We're going to tear it up. The favorite songs from your favorite artists. We've got two hours. The ladies' man, Cavassier. Hours. 8 till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. 751-FM89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC, Together Forever. Hey, yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, two, one, two, and I say... Fuck. I didn't even get... Okay. I was such a dork that despite being on the radio... I wasn't even, I was not given permission to stick my finger in any young lady. Not once did I touch a vagina there in high school. I thought for sure with that expert delivery that I would have been able to pull off something like that, but not a once. You could have said, Yes, this is Eric Zane on the ones and twos. I just had my heart broken by my prom date. A tree trunk took her home, took her home away from me forever. Adam writes, has any radio personality ever wanted to hear them phone calls? Mays writes, Eric, doing black voice in the 80s before black voice was a thing. Yeah, I think now, I mean, you know, like there's a lot of talk about uh, culture propagation. Uh, That doesn't exactly go hand in hand with blackface. That's a little different. But uh, I mean, if you bust out black voice, can you get canceled for that too? Because that was me. The thing is, when I went home and like uh, mom says, uh, uh, all right, Eric, you want the pulled pork for dinner? I didn't go. Yeah, that's right, mom. That's what I want. That's my suggestion. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't have that type of style on my voice. I just said, okay, sounds good. I'm going to go masturbate. Is that not a word? Propagation? Did I just make something up, Kate? I don't know. Sounded good to me. What the fuck? A 
appropriation. That's <laughs> oh shit. Well, thanks. Thanks for correcting me. Keeping me on my toes. Cultural propagation is incorrect. Now, I, that's probably the thing I'm most embarrassed about. You know, because I'm 51. What an asshole. That's embarrassing. Well, I got to own that. Uh, yesterday, I was uh, in the little office that we have for the Queen of the Forest. And... Um, like the spot that Diana sets up to do work from home. She's gone today. And uh, I notice as I'm in there that with the door closed, on the back of the door, uh, facing like the inside of the room, you can't see it from the rest of the house, is, uh, you know, like sometimes uh, you have one of those deals hung up onto the door and then the door closes and you put your shoes into it, you know? a space saver. Uh, one of those is on the door, except there's no shoes in it. It's full of, uh, well, it looks like a store, all sorts of like, uh, uh, wrapped snacks or something like that. And I, I'm, I'm just looking at it with this, the look I have on my face now, like, well, what is that? What, what am I looking at? And she like puts her hands over her face and she goes, what, what? I go, what the fuck is that thing? What is, what is all of this? And she goes, oh, um, yeah, I, uh, and she, I, I know exactly what she was doing. She didn't tell me about it. And, uh, she has started, uh, a, a new type of, uh, diet. And well, all right. Uh, she says, well, I saw that Kathy on Facebook, she dropped 30 with this. And, uh, and Amanda, she also, she dropped 25. And so I decided that, uh, damn it, I'm going to put my foot down and do something about this. I am not happy with myself. Now I have two choices. I can either say, well, this is stupid. Uh, or I can say, well, yeah, oh my God, this is awesome. And I know that she, this is a, a key moment here because she hasn't told me about it. So and, and not, not that she has to, she doesn't have to tell me about it. I'm not one of those assholes, but she hasn't said anything because I think she might've thought that had she brought it up to me, um, I might've like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll just take care of your diet for you or something like that. You know? Yeah. I'll just, I'll just do it for you. So I don't know why she thought that I'm just assuming. So, I know that if I, if I smirk at it or say anything snarky in any way, shape, or form, she's going to kick my ass and probably feel bad. So I don't want to do that, you know. I'm, I'm pretty wise these days. I don't go out of my way to start fights with anybody except yesterday. Not with her. Different story. Um, so I go, okay. Uh, I go, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So how does it work? Well, you see, these are my snacks. These are my snacks, and then you have like a snack attack, and then after you have a snack attack, you you get to go and you you have you get a couple of leans in there. It's called lean and green, and then I have these snacks, and then uh, you 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 lose you lose weight, and uh, you know, 
I'm all about it. I don't care. I, whatever makes you happy. I wonder if I can get her on here early before she actually makes it into uh, to work. Hello, you have reached. Ah, uh, come on. I can't. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Hey, uh, I know I just wanted to get you uh, before you get to work. Yeah. First of all, I broke the news to everybody about being on the radio. You did? Yeah, yeah, I told them. <laughs> I, you know, it's like I, where, where, where can I go with this prank? I, I can't do anything else with this. So I, I, right. I fig- figured. I know it. somebody the other day on one of the pages uh, said there is no way in hell that that's not air. <laughs> right, right. They were like, okay, come on. So uh, I was also just telling everyone about how when I was in your little office area and I saw your, your little uh, um, snack attack wall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was just uh, talking about how I, I had, you know, two options. I could I could be supportive or I could be a jerk about that. Were you were, right. you, were you worried about me being a jerk about that? No, I know you wouldn't be a jerk about it, but I know you would kind of be, have that uh, eye roll type attitude in, in, inwardly, but not outwardly to me. Did uh, did you get the impression that I did? No. Okay, good. Well, except when you said um, these fad diets don't work. They're not maintainable or sustainable or whatever you I, said. I did not say the fad diets don't work. What I said was at the end of the uh, uh, month of snack attack or whatever it's called, um, you, you know, then there's, are you going to, is it going to all be put back on? Is that how, I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, ex- explain it. Well, that's all, that's all I, I, I brought up. That's I didn't say it's, it's a not. fad diet. Listen to me. If I lose my, if I get to my goal weight in a month, then I kind of just, I still order a couple things from them and I just ease into what they call maintenance. And then I just take what I learned, which is not eat ice cream and cake and uh, other high carb foods at every meal and, you know, watch my alcohol yeah. intake. Yeah. And, just be healthy, then I won't gain it back. Okay, yeah, the first thing that comes up is you can't drink any alcohol in the next month. How's that going to work? It's going to be fine. Well, you're kinda, you kind of like to have a drink or two, you know? I do like to have a drink or two once in a while, but it's not like I need it either, so I will be fine. Um... All right. Is there anything in the, because uh, uh, there was like a, a 50 books you had to buy along with this. I think it cost you about $30,000 for the wall of snacks. Is that right? Yeah, approximately. But it'll be worth it when I'm nice and skinny again. Well, I, I love you just the way you are. I know, but I don't love myself. Uh-huh. Okay, I mean, well. I do love myself, but I need to lose a few. So, uh, I, I don't like the way I look in pictures anymore. My, I, uh-oh. That's yeah. that's that's upsetting you. Yeah, that's upsetting me. What about okay? Is there anything? My my, my rump area in my fuka is out of control. Wait a minute. <laughs> are you? Are you? Did you just say your rump area and your fupa are out of control? Is that is that what you just said? I've never heard a woman describe her body part as her fupa before. 
Um, is there anything? I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm in the throes of menopause, and I've had three C-sections. So, you know, it's not really in my favor right now, but I'm going to try. I see. Uh, let me, uh, by the way, Jason just says, Jason Mays said he spit his coffee when you referred to a portion of your body as your fupa. <laughs> Not, not every lady is going to refer to something as a fupa. That's the best way to describe it. A, a low, lower admin? Okay, is that better? I don't know. Do you know what that stands for? Yes, I know what it stands for. I'm not ignorant. That upper something area. I thought it was called, uh, it was front upper, um, no. front upper yeah. Uh, and what then, and then I don't want to say the nasty word, uh, area. Yeah. Um, well, what about a uh, couple of things? The diet, it looks like it's all like nature Valley granola bars and stuff. How are you? I mean, you're going to, you're going to shit till you can't, uh, if... <laughs> there's other stuff too. No, it's not like that. You just just go along Can I, with this. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Can I ask how much uh, how much it costs for the for the snack wall? No, not right now. But you didn't pay for it. What about um is there anything about uh exercise? Like walking or on, on this one, this is called the five and one plan. This one you don't exercise until you lose the weight. And then once you lose the weight, then you incorporate exercise into it. So they're saying, say no to getting exercise. Well, not necessarily saying no to getting exercise, but, but for whatever, with this metabolism or whatever, they don't want you to get your heart rate up because then it'll, I don't know, something that won't work. I don't know. Just Oh, yeah. So, sounds great. It will be great. I have a lot. I don't know about several, the, I'm a little concerned several, with these say Josh, no. I have several people who I trust and care about that are doing this or have done it, and it has been wonderful. Okay. All right. So so what's on tap for today? For what? Uh, for for your meals. I mean, what what's what's going on? Well, I just, I just had my first bar for my breakfast, and then at approximately 9.30-ish or so, I get uh, like a little shake. And then I'll eat my lunch, which is some chicken and some broccoli. And then after lunch for my afternoon snack, I'll have another bar. Yeah, another candy bar, right. Yep. And then at like four, I'll have some mashed potatoes. Yeah, and they, they come in like a pouch, right? Yeah. And then at seven, Sounds before delicious. I go to bed, I'll have my, uh, my sweet treat, which is a brownie. A brownie, oh my god. And then that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh all right. Well so the hey, audience so seems when when men are swooning after me, you'll be I am not hey, look, I'm not that guy. I am not the one to sit there and ridicule you. Uh, my only thing was I was concerned about uh was the lack of exercise. But if you got this, you got this. I mean if you this is what you want to do, I don't I don't care, but I I I, I ser you know I just, uh, I just, just wanted to uh, get it all out there because I just found out about this yesterday by surprise. Yeah, well, I was gonna surprise you. That's why I hid it in that bedroom. I was gonna just do it and see if you would notice any weight change. 
it's kind of hard to do when we okay. live with each other. So let me ask you this. Uh, are you allowed to cheat? Are you supposed to cheat on this diet? No. So if I see you cheating, am I in trouble if I say, hey, you're cheating on your diet? You won't be in trouble. You, you would, I would like you to do that. And I have to drink 64 ounces of water a day. Okay. All right. And I have to get used to drinking my coffee black. Which, you know. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, because you can't use all those creamers that you put in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I you you know I support you, uh, even though you don't think that I support you. I know. I said I. What did I say at the beginning of this conversation? I said I know you support me, and you are you know. I know that, but it's it seems to me like uh, if I even do anything other than just jump up and down like a cheerleader, you're gonna think that I don't support you. <laughs> No, as long as you don't eye roll me or say you're stupid, then I'm good. All right. Well, uh, I I can't seem to uh, uh, get it right in terms of my eating, so I'm not going to criticize you. So it's fine. Yeah, you might want to join this with me. Oh, well, now what the hell? All yeah. right. No, no, I'm, I'm I don't want to I don't want to join the wall of snacks with you. You don't. No. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Okay. I love you. Okay. See you. Love okay. you too, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. There you go. That's what we got going on here. The queen of the forest with wall of snacks diet. Got a couple questions. Is this Nutrisystem? I don't have any idea. I, I, I won't know. I do. I, I know it's not Nutrisystem. We shall see. All right. Diana is also hilarious because um, she, okay, this job that she has being thrown into the workforce, well, she has been in the workforce working with uh, the schools for the longest time and just recently started working uh, for a charity, not charity, or an organization that uh, um, caters to foster kids. And, and uh, it's a it's a crazy, crazy amount of uh emotional work that she is a uh, foster care coordinator. So this is a uh, very involved job, which requires a lot of uh, training and, and such. And so um, she had been doing a lot of online coursework with uh, uh, various training sessions and, and uh, it appears to be taking a lot out of her. On a Thursday, she's laying there. I don't know if I can take it. What? And she's explaining all these different uh, things that are weighing heavily on it. I, I have a test. They're giving me a test, and I don't know anything. And everybody that is on the uh, uh, Zooms, they all, I, I struggle with um, uh, being quick on the computer because she hasn't. she's not really... Uh, you know, like when you, if you can recall, when you first started working in a setting with a computer, you were a little, little, uh, slow, you know, because you didn't know like shortcuts on the keyboard and things like that. And, and simple things, uh, uh, you know, you, you might be taking the long way to get the correct thing done, uh, because whatever inexperience. Well, that's, that's Diana. You know, she was a hands-on worker at the school 
And so all of a sudden she's thrown into being, having to be more technical. So it's slowing her down. And uh, I go, well, first of all, uh, she doesn't want to bring it up because she's afraid she'll look dumb or whatever, which she won't. But so she's all sorts of stress is bumming her out. So uh, Friday comes this test as it is takes place. And uh, I come walking in there. The wall of snacks is behind me. I haven't yet seen the wall of snacks. And she goes, I got an 86 on my, I got an 86 on my test. And I go, well, you see, you all that worry for nothing. This is what you do to me. All these, all this time that I have struggled. Uh, this is before I, when I wasn't medicated, uh, that I would sit there and worry. And you'd sit there and say, ah, shut up. You know, I mean, that's, that's how she'd handle me. She's like, yeah, I go, well, what if it's not going to happen? She's like, well, then it doesn't happen or whatever. But then whatever happens, happens. No big deal. Just, it's not going to kill you. I go, see, you did it. That's awesome. She goes, no, I didn't. No, I just need, I didn't work with this computer. Would you, would you show me some things? I go, yeah, well, yeah. What is it? What's, uh, what's slowing you down? Well, I noticed that, um, I noticed that, uh, uh they always talk with emojis. Like what? She is worried because um, I guess that, I mean, I don't even know how to do that. Be, uh, you know, and, 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 and she, she wants to be able to do winky face or mad face. And this is, this is in a workplace environment. In fact, I got to bring her back in here to ask her about this. Because uh, I go, so this is what you're losing sleep over. You're you're losing sleep because you can't do winky face on on uh, on on a, on a Zoom. Hey, I I uh, forgot to ask you something real quick. What? I was giving the audience the dynamic about how you feel overwhelmed with stress because you can't do laughy face on chat. You know, I'm not overwhelmed with stress just because of that. So well, I'll be a <laughs> wait a minute, did didn't we talk about that, or did I did I am I am I getting if that, that wrong? What was stressing me out? Well, I thought you said that it was because you couldn't do uh, laughy face or hard eyes or no. something. No, the whole thing that whole day was stressing me. I remember I had a I had a test and stuff. Right, because I couldn't. Laughy face. I was just telling them that you kicked ass on the test. It was no big deal. But you, this is what you told me. You said you're worried about the test. You said, I've got two huge problems. The test and I can't do mad face on the keyboard. I never described it as a huge problem. Well, I didn't hear any other problems. You told me two problems. Test and laughy face. And okay, I... Yeah. I and what is your well, and then I said, well, I don't know how to do laughy face because I talk like a big boy. Okay, I got to go. I'm going to work. Okay, wait a minute. So are you going to have a, um, a meeting with the president of the company to get to the bottom of this? Uh, talk to my supervisor. About laughy face. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I can do it on my computer. Uh, that's... I, looked it up, I Googled how to do it, and I don't have that little... Uh, yeah. Right. They need to do it. I, I don't. I have. I don't have any idea how to help you with that. I can help you with, uh, you know, uh, you know, very basic things like how to print, and but uh, I, yeah, I, I think I'm stuck on emoji help. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm almost to work now. I don't think. I don't think you really appreciate it. 
Yeah. I think okay. I'm in trouble. Did I, did I actually lose Pooh Bear points? You did. I did. I lost Pooh Bear points. Oh, no. Yep. Come on. When you are a sea head, you lose it. You can Pooh say it. Points. You can say it. You can actually say the word. No, I'm not. You say it at home. <laughs> hey, did you like my new sex moves this weekend? Okay, go. Bye. Okay, see ya. Later, okay, bye. bye. All right. Stupidity. Hey, make sure you join me on Patreon today. Patreon.com slash Eric Zing. A lot of you listen to this podcast and then you're like, what the hell do I listen to now? I don't have any shows that I know of. Uh, wish it was more Eric. Well, there is. I just uh, published the Lost Zane recordings today. You can get that. And you'll get the Patreon bonus, which I do every day of the week. I suggest the Eric Zane Show podcast probation period. Sign up for just the audio. That's it. It's only five bucks for the month. Sign up for just the audio. If it sucks... My show sucks. Cancel it. You get the rest of the month. And you're like, ah, I, sh- I should never have fallen for this scam. But if you like it, then you've got more to listen to. you got nothing to worry about. I'll keep you entertained. It's good to go. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. The daily bonus. Lost Zane recordings. Insane Asylum. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which featured a really unbelievable moment this week with Andrea and her mother. My God. What I, I featured it on the free view of the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon bonus podcast. Holy shit. If you like it, then you let it ride month to month or upgrade to the $10 a month, which means you can get in on the live audience for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and get all the live streams. That's for the real super fans. All of this keeps the lights on, keeps the puppies fed. If you don't like it, Cancel that shit. We're good to go. Then you tried. Thank you so much. If you've tried in the past or you're considering it now. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I think my new favorite podcast is Tim Dillon. Fuck is he funny. He just turns it on and goes for an hour. Very funny. Uh, A lot of uh, over-the-top, ridiculous scenarios, his opinions on things. Not even his opinion, just the way the guy tells the story. The style. His style is fucking fun. Touring comedian, uh, national, of course, nationally world-known comedian, hilarious, and still rising. The star is still rising for Tim Dillon. D-I-L-L-O-N, I think. How else can you spell Dillon? I guess D-Y-L-A-N. Tim Dillon. Very, very funny. Him and his sidekick, Ben Avery. Fuck. Avery just sits there and kind of, you hear him smirking and laughing subtly. There was a moment in one of the recent ones as Tim Dillon is wrapping it up. He says, do you have anything to add? And he didn't. 
he just kind of said anything. He said, well, I've enjoyed our time here in L.A. The, uh, the souffle was good. And Dylan said, you realize you just said cake is good and uh, you, you added absolutely nothing when I went to you and asked you if you have anything to add. You actually added zero content. And he just busted his balls and I laughed my ass off. I love Tim Dylan. The Open and the live stream of the Eric St. Show podcast. Brought to you this time around by my friends at TC Paintball. Great group over there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Organize the group, get together, and go play paintball at TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. Team building for work. Uh, get your friends together. Bachelor party, bachelorette party, you name it. Wednesday is Little League Day. You get there at 5 p.m. with your rug rat. Bring a group of the rug rats. If you're the cool mom or the cool dad, you round them all up. Pay a few bucks. You're going to use the uh, uh, equipment that doesn't, like, hurt. But they still get the experience of playing paintball, you know. And then they can work their way into uh, some of the, uh, well, more aggressive equipment, if you will. Uh, I love paintball, but I'm not going to lie to you. There is always a tinge of apprehension when Rick says, all right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. I'm going to fuck, here we go. I'm going to get shot to shit again. My favorite is the outdoor village. It is like you are in a Call of Duty game. So much fun. TCPaintballGR.com. While I'm at it, Bennett Flooring Installation wants to install the flooring in your home. If you are in West Michigan, reach out to them, 616-318-0167. Probably the best way to do it is take care of all the garbage work to make this a quick and easy and inexpensive process. But when it comes to the actual installation, yes, you should have the experts do it unless, you know, you're really good at it and not everybody is good at installing the floor. You kind of got one shot, mom's spaghetti, to get it right. And you don't want to look like an asshole in front of your wife. So uh, when you want to do it right, call upon Bennett Flooring Installation. Uh, rip out the old flooring on your own. Pick out what you want to buy. Buy what you want to buy from any store in West Michigan. I wish I could say one particular store. But uh, Darwin is uh, not stepping up. He, is, uh, he has ghosted me. He has wants nothing to do with me. I would love to be directing the Zaniac audience to one flooring store in particular, but uh, you know how it works. This is how it works in trying to get advertisers on this show. When I finally get like uh, to them and they say, yeah, uh, sure, I want to do it. And then uh, like in this particular case, the guy was on the podcast, his store, and then the pandemic hit and everything shut down. And then I'm like, okay, uh, everything's opened up. Let's get back after it. Let's get, let's get reinvigorate this thing. And then I'm back to square one with this guy ignores me. I would, I would be happier if anyone in any business, if, if we could make this a point to, for me to not have that 15 seconds where I reach out and say, Hey, just check it in to see if you want to get on the podcast. If you're listening and I've reached out to you in this regard, would you please respond with fuck off, Eric, go fuck yourself. 
I don't want anything to do with you. Or no, anything is better than no response. If you feel so inclined, you could even say no or check back. I don't know. That is so fucking rude. Who the fuck does not get back? Who the fuck just ignores it? And if I've ever ignored anybody, and it wasn't because I ignored him, I just missed it. I have gone out of my way, bent over backwards for so many people. I'm like, just tell me to fuck off. Would you please do that? So that I can stop going, hey, just check it in to see if you want to get in on marketing. I'm like, it's not going to break my heart. Just tell me to go to hell. I'm encouraging you to tell me to go to hell. Well, anyway, getting back to Jacob Bennett. Uh, If you want to get flooring installed from Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. BennettFlooringInstallation.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Kevin says your sponsor situation sounds like my dating life. Yeah, that's bullshit. I feel bad for you. So you you start a conversation with a lovely young lady. You want to see where it goes. And then she loses interest and just ignores you. My God. Kent says, texting him right now about getting back on. Yeah, Kent, let him know that we have gotten to a point where it's now I'm shaming him. Now I'm going out of the way to actually shame him. To even All I'm looking for is for him to tell me to fuck off. Can you, can you tell him, Eric simply wants you to tell him to go to hell. That's, that's where he's gotten. Tell him he could be getting all of this. I could even say the name of the business if I could just get a fuck off out of him. Or we can talk about possibly getting on and about how everybody is ready to get back to work. There is no excuse at this point for not marketing on the Eric Zane Show podcast. People have a ton of government money. Money is no longer a problem. Everybody's got cash. They want to go buy your flooring. And I want Kent to get all of that cheddar from selling it to you. But Kent's boss uh, wants me to go to hell. Holy shit. All right. So that's my, that's my opinion on ghosting 
and people uh, ignoring me. I hate being ignored. Fucking terrible. Speaking of that, full house comedy. I was supposed to have Billy Wayne Davis on last week. Something went haywire. We shall see this week. We've got a slew of upcoming events. Craig Shoemaker will be appearing all this week. Well, September 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Craig Shoemaker appearing at uh, Spectrum Lanes on Thursday, Friday at Billy's Lounge, and then Saturday. The Big Room Back Alley Comedy Club, part of Sherman Bowling Center. If you want a ticket for a comedy show, go to fullhousecomedy.com with Big Dick Donnie Veltman. Logan Gunselman coming up next week. Uh, Mick Foley from WWE fame will be making a stop at the Pyramid Scheme. That is part of uh, Full House Comedy. This is more like a speaking, uh, a spoken word tour with Full House uh, Comedy at the Pyramid Scheme. But I just spent time watching. What the hell was that? Uh, Pain in the ass. Joey Williamson sent me some documentary series about uh, wrestling, the dark side of wrestling or some shit like that. And uh, in it, it was a uh, documentary about what is known as the flight from hell, which was a 45-minute piece about all these scumbag wrestlers on a flight from the UK to the US and it's an eight hour flight and all hell broke loose on this flight. You must see this. I will link it up in the show notes. It doesn't even matter if you like wrestling. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's fucking horrible actually. Um, the flight was delayed. And so for seven hours, all these idiot wrestlers and you got Vince McMahon and Jim Ross and Mrs. McMahon sitting in the, uh, um, uh, ultra first class. This is a private jet. What would normally have like 300 seats in it. It's got like 80 seats because they're huge seats. Everything's facing each other tables and, uh, all these fucking meathead wrestlers. They, um, they've got seven hour delay on the tarmac before they take off. So they start drinking. And then uh, they went through all the booze. They ordered more booze. They had to uh, drop off more booze like three times. Like not just little airplane bottles, like full bottles of booze. So these idiots finally get in the air and shit is going down. Uh, there there was a huge, um, uh, I guess Brock Lesnar fell asleep. And then uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Is he dead now? Half of these guys are probably dead. Yeah, he's dead. Mr. Perfect, while Lesnar is asleep, puts a bunch of shaving cream on top of his head and then smacks the shit out of it. And then the shaving cream goes everywhere. Lesnar is our word rhymes with me marted to begin with. He gets up and they start to fight. So you've got two 300 pound men at her six foot, whatever, huge human beings fighting on the plane. And 
there was actually a concern when they're slamming against the walls of the fuselage of a breach. And uh, one of the flight attendants said, yeah, um, I mean, if you could picture, um, you know, going through the walls of a home, it's not that different to cause that type of damage to the interior of a plane, especially when you have 600 pounds of men at speed slamming into the walls of the plane. So finally, they settle that shit down. And then the assaults start. Um, Ric Flair is walking down the aisle of the plane with just his robe on and nothing else, twirling his dick, like helicoptering it, like shaking his hips so that his dick goes in a spinny clock, you know, hands of a clock motion. Then he uh, corners the lady stewardess, the lady flight attendant in the galley, and tries to get her to touch his dick. So this this assault's going on. It's fucking horrible. Uh, there was lawsuits from the flight from hell. These, this lady in particular and others, they, they got millions of dollars from this. It was a fucking horrible experience. Some of these wrestlers, what they do is, uh, I guess they're, they're such cavemen that you never leave your drink unattended because they'll put uh, Halcyon in it. And I didn't even know what that was. Uh, it, they call it an H-bomb, and that incapacitates the wrestler and then they drink, and then they're drooling, and then they shave an eyebrow, they put their, their balls on your face. These are fucking idiots. And so, oh, my God. The shit that went down on the flight from hell was ridiculous. Jesus. Terrible. Uh, All right, so that was, uh, I'll, I'll link that up. You can check that damn thing out. It was pretty interesting. I don't even know how the hell I got. I got out of that because Mick Foley's coming to uh, to town. So, as you know, uh, the NFL back with uh, week number two is now is nearly in the books. You have a game tonight featuring your Detroit Lions at Green Bay. This is important to note because um, the bet that I have with uh, uh, Bill, and I, I haven't yet pulled up the audio because he somehow thinks that the uh, that I tried to scam him on the bet. A dumbass huge uh, says, oh, no, you said five and a half uh, over under five and a half on wins. It's like, Bill, well, first of all, I don't know how that works. Five and a half on wins. Uh, I The way I detailed the bet to you was if the Lions win six games, it's a wash. And that's when you said, I'll take that bet. I'll, I'll get you the audio, jerk. Okay, so six wins, it's a wash. If they win five games or less, I win the bet. If they win seven games or more, you win the bet. It's that simple. You predicted them to win nine games this year. Everybody who has a brain, anybody who has a brain, even Lomas Brown, even Slomas Brown himself thinks you're nuts. Uh, they they lost the first game. So that's a good start for me. That means Bill has to go... Uh, Seven and nine for the year to win the bet. Six and ten for a wash for the rest of the year. They're at Green Bay. Green Bay's coming off a terrible loss where Brett Favre sucked. Uh, if the Lions win, this will be the upset of the decade. They're going to lose tonight. If they win, I'll be shocked. I'll be sitting right here tomorrow, shocked as shit. But the other thing, uh, and, and by the way, if I win the bet... Bill has to wash my car, my truck, 
my 2003 uh, Chevy Silverado pickup truck in my driveway wearing a Speedo. And I will have a gang of you all here to mock him in the dead of winter. Uh, if I, he wins a bet, same thing at his house. No one will be there because he has no friends. No one. He has zero friends other than me. I am his only friend in the world. I can't even get behind that. I would feel too bad. That's not true. He's got tons of friends as far as I know. But the other thing that's important to note is how much this idiot loves Matt Stafford. I'm sorry. I take that back. How much he hates Matt Stafford. And he's done nothing but ridicule the guy. I've always liked Matt Stafford. I always thought it was a baller. And uh, he, you know, he's uh, he's never liked him. And I don't know why. I mean, the guy's a good dude. Why, why do you have such a personal uh, uh, vendetta against Matt Stafford? So when the Lions gave up Matt Stafford, I was like, yeah, bittersweet. But I get it. We got a lot for him. Uh, we got their quarterback who uh, remains to be seen how great he's going to be. He's had one good year. Jared Goff. And so uh, the Rams said, we've gone as far as we can with Goff. Uh, so we'll see how it goes with the Lions. But I'm loving the fact that um, Stafford plays for the Rams now because I want them to do really well just to rub rub Bill's nose right in it. Week one, he was awesome. Bill's like, oh, bullshit. He's playing against the Bears. And then Bill... All, all last week, because Matt Stafford's wife, Kelly, said, oh, I'm loving playing uh, Matthew playing for the Rams. He enjoys football again. He didn't enjoy it the last few years that he played, which I don't have a problem with that. Why is that such a big deal? Bill got all hurt and offended and ragey on the radio because uh, she said that, and it's like, dude, what, what? He's like picking a fight with some 30-year-old mother of three. Oh, it was horrible. As usual, poor form. Well, Stafford is now 2-0. and oh. uh, It wasn't the best game, but it was another fourth-quarter comeback for Matt Stafford. The 30th time in his career. The 29 other times were with the Lions. Now, think about that. That is the uh, uh, most horrible team in the NFL for the that entire time that he was a member of the Detroit Lions. They were horrible. To have 29 victories, period, during the time that he played for that team is impressive. The fact that he got 29 comeback victories with the Lions, I didn't know that in his entire time with the Lions, they won that many fucking games. That was the case. They beat Indy 27-24. They blew a lead and then still hung in there. Stafford, 19 of 30. For 278 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked. Again, uh, they they blew that 11-point lead. Colts came back. But still, in the fourth quarter, Matt Stafford comes back. Uh, they were up and down throughout the game, but they won. So now Stafford and the Rams are 2-0. and uh, Week three, they play the they play Tampa against Tom Brady and the Bucks. So that will be uh that will be a big test for them. Brady threw five touchdowns yesterday. Five. Two to Evans, two to I think Gronk. I don't know. Doesn't matter.
But the how about the fucking Bucks now, man? Just kicking it into high gear. So I'm really impressed with him. I'm excited. That is the matchup of the week next week. The Rams, Matt Stafford, huge test against the Bucks. Two things. If they, uh, I want to see what numb nuts, dumbass Bill says negatively uh, about Matt Stafford. He's gonna, he's gonna concoct something to try to uh, uh, poo-poo that victory. He always does. He did the same thing when Stafford beat the Bears. Dumbass is gonna try to do it again against the Bucks. In fact. I'm so pissed off about his horrible attitude about it that it might be worth a phone call. In case you're just tuning in, yes, I am. That is me on 101.3. I was just pulling your leg, and I couldn't keep the gag up any longer. Bill's an early riser. I know it's 9 a.m., but he's probably been up since 6, fighting with people on Twitter and banning them. Come on. Oh, you just picked it up and hung it up. You fucking picked it up and hung it up. Most people just let it go to voicemail, but he he wants you to know that he got it. So he picks it up and hangs it up. Did you hear that? No, I'm not picking this up. <laughs> That's a new one. Who does that? Hey, uh, hang out a second here. Uh, my phone's ringing. If only the phone had a uh, had something where, like, uh, if you don't want to take the call, you can just like uh, push a button and then. Uh, the person calling you would leave a message. If only that technology existed. Instead, I'll do what you're supposed to do, and that is hit the green button and then the red button. I love phones. Follow me on my statewide web address. Another technology that doesn't exist. The hell was that? All right. Kyle says, I thought it was your twin, Derek Zane. Which, by the way, I just uh, posted a tweet. I had it scheduled to go to uh, post. Yeah, hey, join me at uh, 101.3 today at 10. I'm filling in for Allie today. Allie Mack. She is normally on from 10 to 3. She has a week off, so I am filling in. Uh, Kyle says, is Bruce even alive? Yeah, Bruce loves to sleep on his back. Which, by the way, today there was a... Uh, hold on a second here. I'm already getting ahead of myself. Where am I? Okay. Uh, Bruce this morning. Oh, shit. He was having none of it. We have a, uh, a a dynamic here in the household where Bruce sometimes doesn't eat right away. And there, you know, there, there have been moments where I just like... He just sits there and looks at it. And then I'm like, okay, you're, you're not going to eat it. And I'll put it up and he'll come back and eat it later or whatever. O'Neal always murders the food, the food immediately. 
Benny, he's a little apprehensive too, but he finally eats it. He's always very protective of it. All these dogs are very protective of their food. And there is a, uh, there is like kind of like a uh, uh, rule system. And everybody seems to follow those rules where if you go near the other dog's food, you're going to get growled at. And if you get too close, you will get attacked. And they all kind of, it all works for some reason. So O'Neill immediately ruins it or goes through his and kills it. Benny a little slow. I finally give Daisy hers. Uh, Benny finally gets done with his. So now you got Benny has finished his food. O'Neill has finished his food. Uh, 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 Bruce, the bowl is full and he is laying like 10 feet away from the bowl. Doesn't want anything to do with it. However, if another dog walks near that bowl, he's going to lose his shit. O'Neill breaks protocol. He breaks here and goes towards the bull. And then I, I can hear him eating it. And then I look up just in time to see Bruce sprinting across the room over to the bull. He attacks O'Neill. This is rare. You really, this is the one thing that will piss any dog off taking its food. He attacks O'Neill who O'Neill attacks Bruce, which is, that is the super rarest thing that never happens. But now you got these two going at it. And now Daisy is, you know, like Kurt angle, third man into the ring. She stops eating and goes and bites Bruce on the ass. So now the, it is on, man. Holy shit. You got, and then Bruce is stuck between them. I'm like, oh, fuck. Thank God I get there. Whatever you do, don't put your hand where their teeth are. You've been bitten before, Eric. Don't do that. You pull the back legs. First thing I do is I pull Daisy away, get her out, slam the door. These, oh, fucking terrible. Shit. Feelings were hurt. The fur was flying. People were pissed. Saliva, bone, teeth. God, that'll get the blood pumping any morning. You can count on that. Limo work over the weekend. A lot to discuss. I pull up on, uh, let's see, Friday. This is a Friday wedding. And I pull up to the luxurious Amway Grand. And uh, I pull up there and there's a couple of cops there that are directing traffic. We have this walking art festival going on. So cops are everywhere. People are everywhere. I pull up front. It's a gigantic stretch limousine. I need, I got to put an entire, uh, I got to pick up the boys. I got to pick up all the ladies, drive them to the church, come back and get the boys. So, uh, bridesmaids, bride, groomsmen, groom. Waiting there. Cop walks up. He goes, Hey, I know who you are. I go, that's nice. Hey, I want, thank you. I appreciate that. He goes, I need your help. I go, what is it? He goes, a buddy of mine is getting married. And he doesn't know how to tie a bow tie. I go, well, is it for my wedding? He goes, I think so. Are you the so-and-so wedding? I go, yeah, that's, that's, that's my groom. He goes, oh yeah, well, uh, I'm his buddy and, uh, I'm not going to the wedding, but, uh, do you know how to tie a bow tie? I go, well, uh, I'm thinking to myself, is this guy 90 years old? Does he not know how anybody could, if only, hmm, if only, there was something that existed where like a device 
where you could pick it up and type like a couple letters and then you have a, a human being on this device's screen telling you exactly how to tie a bow tie step by step, perfect and flawless. Some video that probably has 15 million views because there's 15 million people who have learned to tie a bow tie. And I go, no, but does he have the internet? And the guy, the cop looks at me and goes, yeah, but he doesn't want to mess with that. He wants to do it. There's nothing to mess with. It's what the fuck is going on here? This is a 28 year old guy. Doesn't know how to fucking tie a bow tie. Well, nobody knows how to tie a bow tie. Everybody's gone to that same fucking video. How's this? uh, How's this hard? I walk away. I I look up the video and it's a two minute video with a guy doing it. I, I go hit the share button. I go, what's your number? This cop. He goes, why? I go, well, because I'm going to send you a video and then you send it to him. This is, this is what he should be doing, but a dumb old man has to do it for him. Send it to the cop. He sends it to the dude. When I picked it up, when I picked him up, there was uh there he was with his uh, very handsome uh, bow tie. Uh, this group recognized me. The boys did girls did not they never do boys did. Hey, are you, are you Eric Zanigo? Yes, I am. This is what I do now. Oh, I go, yeah, I have a uh, moonlighting job. All right. I always describe it as my side hustle. Off they go. Uh, Prior to that, though, I had to, when I was picking up the bridesmaids, there was a rumor that um, someone in the party or something, I need to uh, wait around for one of the folks' father because he has a mobility issue. So I'm there in front of the Amway Grand, same spot where the cop is. And um, the person who requested this actually isn't in the a wedding party, but is going to attend and is getting to the uh, wedding a different way. And uh, she said, but if the car is here, can you take my father and my and my mother? Uh, my, my my father has a kind of a mobility issue. I go, oh, well, of course. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him in here. So now I'm waiting. Now, I have to get the ladies there and then come back and go to the other hotel, the JW Marriott across the street, pick up the boys, bow tie guy, all that shit. So I'm kind of like waiting and I'm getting to a point where, okay, I got to go. So I uh, slam the door and as I'm getting ready to get into the limousine, I hear, I look behind me. And uh, the dude is there and his wife, and she's like waving. I go, oh, hey, no problem. I, I'm like, I, I could have done without the screaming, but okay, you got my attention. And um, I look at the guy, and I'm thinking to myself, as he walks, forget the fact that he can't walk. This guy is going to stroke out any minute. I have never seen a person with a more red face in my entire life. I'm like, all right, uh, BP has to be 300 over 200. There is no way this guy makes it the weekend. He's got a cane and he is, he makes the NFK uh, look like a world class Olympic sprinter. And it took him like 
forever to get one foot. And I go, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get you into my car. Okay, I'm going to need some help. No problem. I just had four surgeries. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I go, okay, uh, so uh, are, are you in pain? He goes, no, I'm not in pain. I just need help getting in a car. All right, man. Now, I think the surgeries were a fusion of all joints. I think what they did was they put rebar uh, from his heel through his ankles, through his knees, through his hip, uh, up the length of his spine to his neck. I have never seen uh, a more rigid appearance. I mean, it seriously, it was remarkable. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to bend rebar to get him into the car? So the, the door is open. His ass sits. And all the ladies are in there looking at each other like, oh, God, we didn't, we didn't know he was coming. And so then uh, uh, the wife helps him get in there. And I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know how she's going to, I don't know how we're going to get him out of here. We get to where we got to go. And then uh, all the other ladies get out the other doors, and now it's it's dude. And I go, let's get you out of here. And, uh, he, you know, he attempts to put the cane down on the ground, and uh, he wants to swing his feet sideways out of the door and then get up. There is no chance this is going to work. And uh, so I go over there. And I go, well, I got to, I got to help this guy. This is going to get, this is like, uh, you know, this is a big deal. So I, I grab the cane and, uh, I, I give it to, to wifey. I go, and I go to the dude, I go, give me your hands. I can't get my feet out. I got, you gotta get my feet out. I got to go down and grab this guy's foot. And I, 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 uh, it, it won't get out. It's hitting the, uh, uh, frame of the doorway and his fucking foot won't go. And so then I I, uh, I start to bend his knee. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, I'll do it. Get the guy's foot, one foot out, one foot. Come on, let's get the other one, big boy. Let's do it. Hey, hang on. Oh, hey, okay. He's moaning. Oh, my God. Oh, bless your heart. Bless you. Thank you. Oh, my God. So his feet are like ha- hanging out, you know. I go, now give me your hands. And I'm holding the guy. He's like, ah, ah pulling this dude. I'm like, give me, I'm I'm using as much strength as I can. And I don't have much. And I get him to, he starts to move and his feet. Take the the tips of his shoes, touch the ground. I'm like, come on a little bit more. Finally. Oh, he gets his feet down on the ground. He has moved far enough to the edge. And then I kind of, I actually hug him. I hug, I'm hugging this guy and his red face is right here in my face. Going, "Ah, ah, ah, ah." I'm hugging him. Come on, man, let's do it. I'm lifting him up. Oh, God. And then I get him up on his face. He goes, oh, thank God you're here. Thank God you're here. Yeah, this took the, and his face now is purple. His face is purple. Oh, my God. He's going to stroke out right here. I'm waiting for blood to shoot out of his eyes like fucking Superman's heat vision right into my face. Oh, my God. I go, okay, give me the cane. She gives me the cane. I go, here you go. You you got this? He goes, I got this. Are you picking me up? I go, I actually, uh, I'm not. He goes, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I go, I don't, I don't know, man. I, 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 I honestly don't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for this one. Holy shit, off he went. What a thing. Congratulations on the nuptials, whoever you are. 
Well, that's not, I talked about this the rest of the day. That's not what I was really uh, looking forward to. The, what I was looking forward to was my evening run, which started at 9 p.m. and went to 2 a.m. And I cannot wait to tell you about this. My God, with any luck, this crew is listening. Holy shit. I'll get to that momentarily. Uh, the Duchess says, this guy is my motivation to continue to continue to walk every day. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know, though. I think he had some type of uh, something that happened to him. So he was actually wasn't very, he wasn't like overweight or anything. I think he just had like a, like a, maybe like arthritis or some type of degenerative thing going on with his joints. I give him credit for even walking from the car to the church. Jesus. All right. If you want an Eric Zane show podcast, he should go to ericsaintshow.com, click on merch and off you go. All different sizes from uh, small to like five X. My gosh. Uh, nine different designs, different colors, long sleeve, short sleeve hoodies. You name it. It's about time for uh, hoodie weather here in the great state of Michigan. Uh, EricZaneShow.com. A and E heated and cooling remind you that it is, uh, it is time to uh, schedule your furnace tune up. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Call or text AEHeatingCooling.net. If you need more work done, like there's something wrong, you can schedule that too with your furnace or whatever it may be, or you need an install, a new, uh, new piece of equipment. They install the comfort maker brand of air conditioners and furnaces, a and E heating and cooling blue frost. IT. I thought I needed them last night at about nine o'clock. Something was acting weird here. It's like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to do the show tomorrow. Figured it out on my own, which is a miracle. But I have that at my disposal if things go off the rails because they are my support team. They're my managed IT service provider. Based on your the amount of equipment that you have that they oversee, that's how much you pay. Okay? And uh, then you have a tech department, and you don't have to pay for insurance or parking passes. That's how a managed IT service provider works. But that's not all they do. No, project work. If you're upgrading, you need an upgrade in the office, you're moving the office, you're a startup, whatever whatever you need tech-wise, this is the team that you need to call upon. 616-285-50, Blue Frost IT. Also, you can email info at bluefrostit.com. Then, of course, mortgage. My God, uh, get pre-approved for a mortgage. Pro tip, if once you get pre-approved, the house that you look for should be a little bit less than what you're pre-approved for. So when you get into that bidding war, which you will, you should probably uh, you be able to, uh, you have a little wiggle room, you know? So anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, you can call Mario Flores and his, uh, and his team at Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. I realize some of you have worked with someone in the past, and that's totally cool. Just give Mario the time of day. See what he has to say. That rhymed. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, my job on Friday night was 
to pick up a group for, I said, I said to you on Friday, it's either going to be a bachelor or a bachelorette party. Both fun. The drawback, uh, I'm dropping them off at 2 a.m., whoever it is. I pull up. Well, actually, I knew this ahead of time because I knew where I was going. Uh, it's a bunch of bros going to the Deja Vu Strip Club in Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's either a bunch of bros or the funny girls are taking a road trip. I pull in, it's clearly bros. They're going in in, uh, in Grand Rapids. There are no no strip clubs. I think there's one like bikini bars. I I live in the super conservative area that you cannot find a strip club. And uh, people have to drive an hour south to Kalamazoo to Deja Vu. And uh, I, I've been to one of these clubs in my life. And that was just before I got married when I was like 21 years old. Never, never, never really my thing. Just fucking awkward to me. Just weird and awkward. And I, and I talked about this a lot last week. Young women, especially maybe when I was young, but they fucking gross me out. Something has happened. With the fact that my daughter's are of age. Okay. So, you know, this, this is what happens when you mature. I'm a mature adult. I look at gilf. When I look at porno, it's gilf porno. Totally kidding. I don't look at porno. Who believes that? Raise your hand. Every time I say stuff like that, I'm like, God, you know, you got to be careful. Your daughter's listening. It's all weird. Jackie, don't talk about any of this shit. So that's always weird. I, 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 I can't even picture this. This is just, I'm just going to go drop these guys off and that's it. Not without incident. First of all, it started off great. Pull up at this place in Rockford, Michigan. And uh, the guy walks out. He goes, Hey, right out of the gate. He says, we know who you are. I go, you do. And he goes, I uh, hope you don't, is that, I hope that's not embarrassing or I hope you, I go, I, I don't care. I, that's, that's wonderful. I, I, I'm tickled that you know who I am. Let's, he goes, well, will you come in and say hi to everybody? I go, well, of course. Yes, that's uh, that's key. I go, how did you find this out? He goes, well, they uh, told us when we rented the limo. So I don't know what's going on at the uh, at dispatch because it's with Affordable Limousine, my sponsor. I don't know if they're, hey, uh, good news. Uh, you're being ferried about by the one and only Eric Zane, you know, disgraced radio guy who's now an oldies DJ on 101.3. Not sure how that came up, but I, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. So I uh, walk in the house, and uh, everybody's really friendly and nice, and they're already shit-faced. I know this is what this is. is this is uh, the, the community that I'm in is small, and this is the fire department. It's fire and cops. In a lot of the communities in Michigan, it's, it's all one thing. And I don't want to say anything specific because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but these are all burly firemen, like huge people, fire and cops. And so, um, all right, great. Have some chat, chat them up, really nice group. And then, uh, it dawns on me, there's nine people and I'm in a nine, a nine passenger Lincoln MXT or MKZ, I forget. I don't know what the hell, how it is. But anyway, it's a big-ass Lincoln. I go, there is no way these guys are going to, because they're all huge, big boys, you know? Well, they fucking get stuffed into this thing somehow. And now we got an hour drive down to Kalamazoo. We get there, pull right up, 
and there's chicks with their tits hanging out, uh, like in front, like, hey, how you doing? And they, and they walk from club to club. There's two clubs. I, I've never been to this place. I have no idea. It looks like a nice enough place. Um, but, uh, and then these guys all pile out. And uh, before we got started, I had a nice long talk with, with this uh, this one guy who's actually lives in Sweden now. He's from the community where these guys are from, but he moved to Sweden of all places. He's been there for nine years. And dude, is just so cool. So I, I say goodbye to all of them. All right, have a good time, boys. Be careful. Uh, don't do anything stupid and uh, go have a good... They're already shit-faced. We had to stop to pee because they drank so much on the way there. They fall into the place. And uh, so this is the club. Uh, deja vu on one side, and then it's called Little Darlings on the other side. Now, I didn't know what the difference was. But from what I understand, with a conversation with one of the security guys, every, every dude there is as big as a house. So uh, I went and parked the car in the back, and then I'm bored. I called up Dean Pizzazz from Waylon, uh, former bass player of Waylon, who is just an absolute wonderful soul. Love that guy so much. He, uh, we, we got had a long conversation. It was cool. And I go, I'm bored. I think I'm going to go walk over to the front of the building, walk over to the front of the building. There's a bouncer. And, uh, so I'm just talking to this guy and, uh, I guess one club is just titties. The other club is fully nude. And I go, well, who wants just titties? And he goes, well, the difference is that just titties that's you can drink, but fully nude you cannot drink. And I go, so why? Well, how come? Well, that's the rules. I guess that's a Michigan. Leave it to Michigan to have a stupid fucking rule. So that what they do is you get shit-faced while looking at titties. And then you walk across. You put your drink down. You go over to here. And you, you're, you're fully nude. I'm standing in front. And then the girls go like, ah, the one girl will be like, I think I'm going to go get fully nude. And she walks over there. And then I keep noticing the girls walking out of one spot and holding the hands of the patrons. And, uh, and they're walking to the other room. And I, and I, I was I'm like, what's going on there? Is there like hand jobs going on? And, uh, and I, I suppose what I understand is they, uh, they, they meet the boys and then they go over to the fully nude area and then they do a fully nude lap dance. Now, holy shit, that, this is so not my bag. Talk about, I, I honestly, there is nothing more uncomfortable to me than this thought. It would be, the only way I would do that is if there was like a 65 year old woman giving me a lap dance. I, it is so disgusting to me for these old creepy fucks getting lap dances from women that are younger than my oldest daughter. Okay. I mean, like by a lot, it's like a 19 year old chick grinding on some old fuck. What a gross, horrible way to make a living. Holy shit. Ugh. And then the thing is you, you be sitting there outside of the club and you see some of the girls, they show up for work and they're totally like in sweats and they got a backpack. That's all their gear. And they, they look like just everyday normal women. And then they go into the place and then they, uh, they put on makeup and they put on the slut clothes and all of a sudden they, they turn into these characters, you know? And it's like, and they're all very nice. And I'm like, but what a way to make a living. I, I can't, I actually, it makes me feel bad, you know? So then I'm, uh, and they, they got to put on their game face, you know? So I'm standing there in front of the club 
And uh, I'm in my gay magician's outfit. And then this one young lady, she walks out. And uh, she looks at me. And she goes, hey. And I go, hey. She goes, who are you? Are you the driver of that, of that group of naughty boys? I go, yeah. She goes, can you come inside? I go, no. Ooh, too bad. <laughs> and she like walks off. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of my face. Fucking leave me alone. Jesus. And then she walks by again in the same act. I'm like, come on. Don't act like you're interested in this. That's fucking gross. This is horrible. And then I see a woman. I am not kidding you. She's six foot nine. She's not really six foot nine, but she's in this ridiculous pair of shoes. It, she might as well have been on stilts. And I'm like, what, is, what What? type of world am I in? And she goes, what, have you never seen a woman who's six foot nine before? I go, no, 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 I ha- you're right. That's why I'm looking because this is ridiculous. You ever see, she goes, you never seen a six foot nine stripper before? I go, no, no, I have never. So I'm just talking to one of the bouncers. And then uh, I leave and then uh, I, I go to get something to eat. I drive away. I'm starving. It's midnight. And uh, I go, I, I got to go get something to eat. And there's nothing open. I'm like two miles away from the, from the club. My phone rings. It's one of the dudes. Hey, uh, Eric, how are you? I'm fine, man. What's going on? Well, we had an unfortunate incident. One of the boys got kicked out. He's going to come back. He's out in front of the place. Where are you? I go, I'll be back there in one minute. The guy, it's the nice guy I was talking to to start the evening. Really, I mean, super laid back, really handsome, tall young man, not even drinking. I go, so I walk up to him, I go, I did not expect to see you here. I would have thought it would have been one of these drunk degenerates. He goes, yeah, exactly. I go, what the fuck did you do? He, uh, this this, uh, this lady, this stripper comes up to him. She goes, you want a lap dance? And uh, dude says to me, he goes, now, last time I was here, it was years ago before I moved to Sweden. It was like 15 bucks for a lap dance. And dude goes, how much is it? And she goes, it's $25. He goes, oh, okay. Um, price increase, but all right, $25. And she goes, plus 100% tip. And he's like, well, all right, what the hell? She's got to make a living too. She wants to do a lap dance for me. So, all right. She does lap dance. He's like, okay, uh, $50, is, uh, that's flying out the window, no big deal. Uh, she, uh, I have no idea how this works. I just would have thought you'd have paid her. Apparently, the way they do it is they then lead you to a cash register and you pay, which, how fucking weird is that? This is all just crazy to me. And a guy, guy behind the cash register says, all right, wait, wait, what'd you get? Uh, he got a lap dance. Okay, that'll be $70. He's like, $70? Man, this started out at, uh, at, I thought 15, now it's 25, now it's 50, now it's $70. Yeah, it's $70. They ring him up for $70. He's like, what the fuck is happening here? And then he, uh, he thinks he's got to leave a tip for the $70, so it now has turned into $80. Well... He feels ripped off and he goes, Hey, can I talk to the manager? And the chick who just gave him the lap dance goes, yeah, sure. Uh, so he goes to the manager and dude is describing it to me as uh, 
Yeah, so I'm talking to her, and she's, like, rolling her eyes at me, and she's giving me the business. She's not even listening to me, and so I, and he's getting agitated. So he didn't keep a level head, I guess. You know, I mean, if it were Eric, I would have just, just laid low and just kind of tried to talk my way through it, but he's kind of, like, half pissed. She senses that, that he's half pissed, and she looks at him. She goes, you know what? This is the way I look at it. You got the lap dance. You paid for it. And I don't like the way you're talking to me. So get the fuck out of here. And then he turns around and there's, there's this dude. You ever see Game of Thrones? The guy who plays the mountain. He's standing right behind him. And he goes, let's go. And all she had to do was like, like motion, like snap her fingers. And then there he was. He like, and uh, so dude, they threw him out. Here he is telling me the story. I go back to the front. I'm talking to the bouncer. I'm not trying to smooth anything over. I'm not even paying attention. And the guy goes, you the driver? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, your group's making a lot of noise. I go, like, they're they're loud? He goes, no. I mean, like trouble. I go, my group. He goes, yeah, you might want to say something. I go, I'm not saying a word. I go, that is no. I go, that is, uh, I go, these people have their own minds. They wouldn't get kicked out. I'm just taking them to and from. I have. I am not their chaperone. You want me to tell a bunch of burly, hillbilly cop slash firemen who could probably kick your ass. My, you want my ass to tell them to settle down. Stripper comes walking out. You the driver? Yeah. You know that little guy in the blue polo? I go, I don't know anybody. Well, there's some little fucker in a blue polo who's being real rude. And uh, I just got into an, argue with, uh, an argument with him and told him, yeah, well, you're short. You probably got a chode. Now, the guy's taller than me, so she's basically saying I got a chode. She's like, yeah, he's an asshole. You know, I mean, he, and I go, well, I'm sorry that happened to you, ma'am. I, that, that's awful. And so she's bitching to me. Everybody's coming to fucking me to put out the fire. All I wanted to do was go get a fucking hamburger because I'm starving. I got to go back. I got to hear the story from handsome dude from Sweden who got kicked out and he got ripped off, I guess. Then the fucking bouncer's telling me to, ah, uh, it's fucking terrible. One of the other guys comes out. The only one who's not causing trouble, bouncer goes, hey, you know a uh, guy in blue polo shirt? Yeah. Yeah, that's Kenny. Yeah, you better tell him to shut up. He goes, I'm not telling him nothing. If you got to kick him out, you kick him out. He's got it coming. Fucking A, here comes Kenny. Out the door. Big guy behind him, so they're dropping like flies. What was nine is now seven. We still have 45 minutes on the clock. I'm waiting by the limo with all of these fuckers getting thrown out of the joint. What is it with people named Kenny? (laughs) So, finally, they make it out. They're all laughing at these two. We go home. That was it. I'm hoping, in fact, I'm going to send this audio off to those guys. I want them to hear that. They're, it's typical. You do a podcast? Boy, yeah, wow. I, I, how long you been doing that? I don't know, three years? Nobody has any idea that I do a podcast. No one. What you been doing, man? Well, this and podcasting every day. Oh, my God. I was clueless. Remarkable. Okay, become a sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you want in on this racket, I can put you in front of a growing audience. I have had just a spectacular month for audio downloads 
on my podcast. I'm in the process of moving the whole shooting match over to Twitch where the audience will continue to grow. My God, big things on the horizon. Uh, I built the show with the sponsors behind me uh, from just, uh, you know, uh, doing what I've done for the last three years. And now it really seems to be taking off. So I haven't changed the pricing. Everything is still as it is. Handshake deals. If you want info, uh, reach out to me. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And I will uh, tell you how it works. Big uh, shout out to Sam Borman, who works for Anu Sushi, A-N-U Sushi. Uh, They uh, have sushi spots all throughout the area. If you want more information, just find them online. Anu Sushi. Try their sushi. You see it at a lot of vendors and grocery stores and stuff like that. And uh, they're not sponsors yet. They're getting to that point. But they delivered to me a whole pile of sushi. On Friday, thank you, Sam. You are fantastic. And thank you to Anu Sushi. Hope to have you on the podcast before uh, before long. My friends at Horizon Hydroponics, always inviting you to check them out online, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. One of my sponsors that you can um, take advantage of anywhere in the USA. Four brick-and-mortar locations in Michigan here in Grand Rapids on Alpine. Also, the Growers Outlet in Byron Center, that great community. Uh, minus one resident, and uh, then Kalamazoo and Lansing. <clears throat> Excuse me. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything at all, you can buy it online, ship it to you. $250 or more on your purchase, you get it delivered for free. Save 10% with the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout. You can do all that, too, if you're picking it up as well. Like maybe you only have 50 bucks worth of stuff you want to order. Zane Show at checkout, save 10%, and then go and pick it up if you're kind of in the area. Stand by. Holy shit. Uh, Dumpster divers, let's kill with Kyle. He joins me on Thursdays on the show. If you need a dumpster and you are in West Michigan, call upon Dumpster Divers. DumpsterDiversLLC.com or call or text 616-375-9962. You can rent a dumpster from them, pay less than anybody else in West Michigan. You can also do junk removal where they do it and any type of demolition work. Hey, I want the drywall ripped out of this room and then you take the drywall with you. That's what they do. Dumpster Divers, LLC, 616-375-9962. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. In West Michigan, this who uh, you need to have fix your car. It's tough to find a trusted source. Megan and mom and dad, Jamie and Eric, will do an amazing job. Plus, Bruce, the tech, and they've got an army of techs that work with them. Uh, the absolute best. Schedule your time. Reach out to them online either at uh, ervines.com or you can call 616-532-6600. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. All right. Make sure you join me on the Patreon today. Finally, finally. My attacks 
have hit the mark. I have been going hard, taking various runs. Uh, I got sick of being the recipient of uh, uh, punches in the face from punching down from free beer and hot wings with these very uh, subtle, wimpy, ridiculous, meant only for me, jabs. And while I have been aggressively responding, punching up. When you do what I do, the way I do it, it's always good to realize you have hit the mark. And I'm not the only one who's noticed. Reginald writes this. After I featured his laugh talk audio of hot wings on the Patreon bonus podcast, I said, Hey buddy, I'm featuring that. You might want to check it out. He said, yeah, that sounded great. Glad to provide some content. Sounds like the needling has been getting through with free beer, taking another shot at you last week. I had found out about that on the free beer and hot wing show subreddit. I didn't know about it. And the way it all unfolded on my end, because I do look at that site. I want to see what the audience says about it. It's usually a lot of people that, uh, you know, like what they do, as you would expect. Some people are a little mean to them. This person in particular gives me a lot of shit. But he writes this. Now, again, I don't know about this. I read this uh, on, I think, Sunday. I just listened to the segment. And uh, and they're referring to uh, uh, Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald had passed away, and they spent uh, all of Wednesday every single segment of the show playing audio of him, which made it for, it made for a funny show. It, now they weren't funny, but the show was funny because Norm Macdonald was on it, who is funny. So they did like this, uh, a five hour tribute to the guy. Um, most of us just went on YouTube and watched it on our own. They played it all. All right, great. They got time to kill. So they did that. This guy writes, Hey, I just listened to the uh, segment and because they had played a clip of my interview and um, not my interview, but an interview from 08, I was on that show and oh, at that time when they interviewed Norm Macdonald. And then I guess there was a comment made. I hadn't heard it. I have heard it by now, but at the time that I read this, I hadn't heard it. This person heard it. This person wrote, I just listened to this segment and the way free beer handled it. And really the way Freebeer handles ever mentioning Zane, it didn't sit right with me. Look, I'll be the first to admit that Zane was the biggest instigator on the show by far. That belief has only been compounded by the fact that he has since become a typical bitter old, say it to my face, right wing nut job. That's about the only thing of that, uh, Thing that I dispute. Uh, that's not true. Come on now. Who gets his jollies from trying to acquire listeners through hatred? Well, all right. I mean, if that's uh, if that's what you that's 
I think that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> I'm not a right-wing nut job, though. I mean, I, I look at all these patriots and I tell them to go fuck themselves all day long. I mean, wait, what? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't listen that much. Maybe he doesn't know the intricacies of So he started out with that paragraph. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go again. He's beating the shit out of me. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And then this guy writes this. That being said, Freebeer really likes to put on his rose-colored glasses with lines like, quote, the source of most of that isn't here anymore. And that's what got my ears up and my ears perked up. I was like, wait, what, what happened? I, I'm not sure what's going on there. That's BS. Freebeer was always the first to instigate Zane and egg him on. He loved the controversy when he was in the moment. Yes, he usually cleaned up the mess afterwards, but he makes, but the more Freebeer makes it a point to put the lion's share of the blame on Zane, the more it seems like he's trying to absolve himself. Own your crap, this person writes. And I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm curious. What happened? Because, you know, I have been trying, trying desperately to get these pussies to say anything about your old pal, Eric Zane. And no matter what I do, they will not crack until their uh, segment uh, 17 segment, which is behind a paywall. So I will return the favor and behind my paywall, I will play you the audio of the burn King himself and what he said, because there's more context to it and more that I have to divulge about it, including my text to him, uh, 12 hours ago, 15 hours ago that has ignited, reignited this fight. And I am so excited about this. I cannot wait to share this with you on the Patreon. Okay? Just know there was terrific dialogue between the two parties. And I am just, I'm excited that he actually uh, uh, found a spine to do that. Uh, to, to even say something in the wimpy way that he does. He still said it, so I, I do give him credit for that. He might even have half a testicle now. Just know, it's on. I'm probably going to call upon you all for assistance in this war. And I think we'll win. We'll see how the burn King responds going forward. Adam writes, Oh shit. Megan writes, Oh snap. Kyle writes free beer, snarky comment, which leads to Zane and hot wings argue. Joe says something stupid. Another snarky comment, good formula. And it worked. Agreed. Agreed. Tyler says the chance to play a bunch of audio and not have to come up with anything to talk about. Of course they jumped all, all over that. Yeah, it was their best show ever. Aram writes, you are doing him a favor by making his boring podcast potentially something to listen to to hear his responses. 
Adam says, what day was that segment 17? It was Friday. In fact, or no, I'm sorry. It was Wednesday. In fact, what I'll do is this. On the comments of this podcast, I will give you the link to download it for free. We've uh, talked about this, how they make audience members pay for it, and then they provide it free. All you need to do is click that link right there, and you can then see the Wednesday show. You'll have to scroll down a little bit. And then there's a timestamp and everything. The Burn King is talking about the 2008 interview that we did as a team. He's not happy with the performance, and he addresses that in the sad, mopey way that he does everything. It makes me so happy to be able to address this pussy the way that I can now. To be emboldened and not worry about having to, uh, uh, you know, there, there was a time when I actually cared about the relationship that he has since destroyed in January of 2021. This is all your fault. We were doing great with the dialogue. Talking to Steve, gave you your fucking property back, told you I wouldn't fucking go back on you anymore on this podcast. Uh, we shared a lot of nice conversations via text about when the, my mother passed, when your wife went to go find a better husband, uh, when Connie died. You know, it was all good. Why did you have to go that route and fucking knife me the way you did in January? That's what brought this on. I never forget a Jersey number. You're fucked. You know how I am. I'm never going to let this go. You are fucked. I don't know what you're going to do. This is going to get bad, man. I'm not even kidding. And I've got all the time in the world to do it. Holy shit. What are you going to do? I feel bad for you, man. All right. I'll break down the conversation and play you the audio of the Burn King on Patreon. What a moment. What a moment. Uh, okay. I want to get into this uh, local story. Um, there was a football game the other day between these uh, two schools shit kicker communities Ionia and Portland Michigan the Portland Pirates color scheme is black and blue based on the home uh, what they what they decide for support for the team is uh, either the fans in the stands are going to wear all blue or all black. You've seen this at all different schools, you know, all white out or a maze out if you're at Michigan. They decided to do a blackout. Now, did you all just feel the hair go up on the back of your neck? A blackout. Now, that shouldn't be a problem. 
but it is. I don't think it's a problem. Some do. Not so much that they're wearing black, but the problem arises because uh, at least one member of the student body in like the student section uh, had the black shirt on, the black hat on, and he put black face paint on his face. Now we are at a time when if a person does that, people just say, well, you're in blackface. That is not true. And I think we need to understand this. You can't just say someone's in blackface because there's a, there's a, in this story, they talk about the actual definition of it. That's done to ridicule. That's aimed at black people. Context matters. I'm sorry. So if there's black face paint on, you can't say someone is a racist. People have gotten too liberal with accusing people of terrible things. So this poor kid in this story, some crazy bitch shoots video that he doesn't know he's being sh- is being shot, which I don't know if is, is a good idea. I think you're opening yourself up to a lawsuit if you then run to the TV station and the TV station puts that kid's face unblurred onto the TV for the world to see. And they have framed it of racism on this poor little fucker. They're using the word racist and blackface on this kid who's just going, score a touchdown, score a t- Let's go team. Holy fuck. And they covered it on the fucking news. And this kid is none the wiser. The schools had to respond. This is bullshit. A video taken during an Ionia high school football. Hold on a second. Let me back this up because I want to include. Uh, let, let me do a screen share here so you can actually get the, uh, the gist of it. And you'll see this busy bodied bitch who is going out of her way to screw with this kid. Oh, shit. Hold on. Give me a second, for God's sake. Oh, my God. I suck so bad. Shit. There's an ad. Of course there's a fucking ad. Damn it. Hold on. Give me a few seconds to get this started. That pisses me off. You can see this for yourself. Damn it. Skip ad and then go. A video taken during an Ionia high school football game is raising some concerns. It shows a student wearing blackface in the student cheering section. Some are worried that the students involved were not told to take it off. And it's okay. Again, these reporters are calling it blackface, which is a fucking terrible thing to say about someone. You need to say, first of all, it's blackface paint. But they don't do that. I mean, I am all for pointing out a fucking racist scumbag. But to do it like this, this is bullshit for the poor kid. And they don't even, they don't even, all they do is hear one side of this fucking story. Sparked a deeper discussion. 13 on your side reporter Keely Lovern spoke to the woman who recorded the video. Lindsay McKee was in the stands at an Ionia High School football game when something caught her eye. We saw them walking up. There was probably a handful of them with the black face on. The Bulldogs were playing the Portland Raiders on September 10th. We were instantly like, oh my God, like they're, they can't do that. Especially like with everything that's happening and it's just racist. 
I don't think it is. How do you know it's racist? Don't you have to figure out what the fuck they're protesting? Hell, Portland and Ionia, there's not even one fucking black guy there to begin with. He recorded this video in hopes of sparking some change or discussion following the game. She says she was concerned that no- This poor kid, his face is splattered all over every place. Now he's going to walk through the hall and God forbid if his name is like Brian or Billy or Bobby, known forever as Blackface Bobby from this from this day forward. All he wanted to do was root for the team and now they're calling him Blackface Bobby. One seemed to think it was an issue. People thought it was funny. There was multiple administration- um, monitoring the crowd. They didn't ask them to take the blackface off or the do-rags off. Uh, All right, now, we didn't see do-rags. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Even if they are wearing do-rags, I don't, uh, I don't I don't think that that constitutes any type of racism at that point. Let's talk about this on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It's not like they're sitting there dancing around like minstrels and yelling, mummy, or mummy, or any of that shit. I mean, give me a break. Um, they just kind of went with it saying it was a blackout game. Merriam-Webster defines the term. This is all, this is a problem because of this bitch and the TV station. Now they're even going to show the definition. Dark makeup, they'll, they'll, they'll read it. So blackface as quote, dark makeup worn to mimic the appearance of a black person and especially to mock or ridicule black people. Yeah, no one did that. They were there to show spirit. It was a blackout game. Shut up. If it had been a blueout game, he would have had blue face paint on. Come on. The school says that was not the intention of nice. their students. In a statement sent to me following a request for comment, Superintendent Ben Girk says in part, quote, we recently became aware of a report attempting to link our football student section blackout correlating our bulldog color profile, including both black and blue colors, as an offensive act. Administrators investigated and determined that this was an effort by students to support their bulldogs by wearing black eye paint and or black attire during the September 10th. Can you imagine if they uh, if they did say, oh yeah, you're right, that was blackface. Oh my God, the shit kickers that live there, you would have seen, oh wow, a new Trump train. 50 fucking pickup trucks with truck nuts, MAGA hats, don't tread on me flags. The whole deal would have been enforced protesting the school. And varsity football game. We continue to support and educate our students about situations they may become involved in with good intentions, but that may be perceived by others as negative and have used this situation as another learning opportunity for all of us to grow. I hope that they didn't do it on purpose and that... They didn't, lady. Shut up, you busybody, and clean your fucking house. Okay, maybe if you had a, if you took the time to clean your house, which looks like shit behind you, uh, you 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 would have uh, or less time doing that. You could clean that dump. They can definitely use. It took it. me a long time to get to that joke. Just to learn, um, and maybe like educate themselves even more. Lindsay McKee there's, says because there's no education needed, you stupid bitch. The kid fucking cheered on the football team. This is ridiculous. You know, I, because I look, I'm the first guy that if I see some type of horse shit, you know I'm going to call it out. Despite what that dumbass and sh- uh, the shitheads Reddit subreddit saying I'm a right-wing nut job. Now, I'd like to think that I'm pretty progressive in my views on the world. But this lady is a fucking bitch and stupid. She is a social worker. She couldn't just stand She's by and worker. not use this as a potential learning moment for others. So I see how it affects, like, 
people's mental health and everything. Oh, it, eat it shit. It really can tear people down. You know what else tears people down? Taking this kid who's there cheering on his football team, uh, 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 videoing him unknowingly, and then slapping it on the TV. How do you think that kid feels, you fucking ugly makeupless whore? When they're being almost mocked and made fun of. No one's um, making fun of anybody. I hate this bitch. Culture. It's our duty as humans to, oh. to pay attention to those things happening outside of our little bubble of whiteness, you know? So oh my, my God. Holy shit. She is ab- she's making an absolute mountain out of a molehill. Nothing happened here. And she is on the TV giving us a fucking forum to say whatever the fuck she wants. Which, And then the next shot, you see the school sign, the poor people. Now, look, there's a lot of shit kickers in Ionia who probably are fucking stupid. There's no question. But this, is, there is no way any of this happened. She and Channel 13 made this all up. This is a manufacturing of, uh, of a story here that doesn't exist. And they should all be ashamed of themselves. Fuck off. Learning for everyone. Learning for the administration. Learning for oh, shut the up. teachers. Learning for the students. Well, blackface first came about after the Civil War. As oh, white- now we're going to get a history lesson here. Performers played characters that demeaned African-Americans. It was allowed to continue for decades, often seen in movies and in television. Yeah, we know. The Jim Crow Museum at Ferris State. How does this have to do with what the kid was doing at the football game? It has nothing to do with the football game. University takes a this look, is, this though. This is part of American history Shut and up. more. We do have a... Uh, this is horrible. I'm getting out of this. What a bunch of idiots. This is really bad. I feel bad for the kid. That poor kid. He's being labeled a racist by that woman and that TV station. That, that is, in my opinion, in my opinion, with that context being thrown out there, the school has a case, um, and that kid, that kid and his family have a case. That is bullshit. She just labeled that kid, and that's not Wood TV, Kyle. That's Channel 13 that did that. She just labeled that kid as a racist. And then, and no one even, no one even uh, uh, get, left it to chance that it might be the kids just rooting for his team. Oh my God, that is really bad. Jesus, that is that is rough, man. Uh, Patriot Nick says, "Caller Eric, I would love to. I don't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get who. Sh- I, I guess I was too incensed." To find out who she was. I've, I've said all I want to say. If I got her on, I'd love to talk to her. But I don't want to slow the damn train down. Maybe I'll dig her back up later on. What a what an idiot. I'm sorry. And uh, what's crazy about it is, you know, we I, I kind of... Adri- okay. And if you're... I think we live in this day and an age where um, if you let your kids out, I think you have a risk. I could understand it if a parent said, look... I don't want you to go out. I know you're not a racist, but I don't want you to do that because this might happen. People will jump to a conclusion, and that's where we're at. You can't even show support for your football team without it turning in. Even if that kid had uh, black face paint on and then like a blue stripe, which is part of their colors, which I talked about this with Ben, uh, on the on top of that face paint, they had another layer with just a couple splotches of blue. Nobody would have given a shit. But because it just happened to be face paint that was black. Oh, you're a racist. 
That is bullshit and not right. I don't believe any of that. All those people are wrong. I think if I wasn't the asshole of the day, I mean, if this, I mean, I think I should be the asshole of the day, but she might take the honor as we now are getting to that point on the show for asshole of the day. I think it's me for tricking you into thinking that uh, uh, there was a Eric Zane show, Eric Zane sound alike on 101.3, which by the way, I am on right now. I, uh, I voice track it from right here in case you got in here late. Uh, I heart hired me to sit here and do voice track work. So you'll hear me on the radio from time to time uh, on 101.3. So you should listen to that station. Okay. They play uh, hits from the 60s and 70s. So you're going to get freaking Smokey Robinson and the Miracles into uh, Steppenwolf's Magic Carpet Ride. Into the Eagles, Best of My Love. Into Aerosmith, Dream On. We play Dream On. Uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Cecilia. Neil Diamond. Ha! Let me pull back the curtain. No, I can't. I better not do that. I've already pulled back the curtain enough today. For once, I'm going to let that lie. Anyway, you can hear me until 3 o'clock on Big 101.3. That was me the whole time, just telling you guys that there's a sound alike on the air. Huge was even in on the prank. Yeah, you better sue them. I wonder if he'll hang up on me again. Why Why does he do that? Instead of just letting it go to voicemail, he actually picks it up and hangs it up. Come on, Bill, do it. Fun to me about Matt Stafford. This whole storyline about him picking the Lions to go nine and eight tomorrow at this point, he, they they could very well be zero and two. How fantastic is that? All right. One more thing from the uh, limo story about the guy, the first guy who got kicked out. Um. When I was out there talking to him, I don't have a damn. I gotta wipe this dry erase mark off with my Jarts shirt. When I was out there talking to him, all of a sudden his phone lights up. The girl who gave him the lap dance had his Snapchat, and she's sending nude pictures to the guy. He goes, "Look at, she's now sending me pictures." So the girl that was the center of the controversy is sending him pictures of herself naked. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Back in the day, before this this technology existed, if you're old like me, did girls take pictures of themselves nude and then like uh, take them and get them developed and then put them in the mail and send them to people? Of course not. Technology has brought us the ability to work any job with your phone and 
uh, to get to hook up with any girl or guy and for men and women to be sluts. Holy shit. Vote for asshole of the day. I guess free beer could be in included on this. Uh, I don't think he's an asshole of the day though. I actually applaud him for finally showing some fucking balls. Uh, so, but I, I think I should put him in as Lisa nominee for asshole of the day. Free beer. Eric is an asshole of the day, uh, for trying to trick you that I wasn't on one one three. And then that lady who tried to out that kid as a racist in Ionia. If you want a new job and you have a CDL and you are experienced at driving, I encourage you to go to buscareers.com. Working for affordable limousine. Whenever you want to work, you can work seven days a week if you want, or you can work eh, a couple days a week like Jason Schaefer's doing. The first thing you need to do is go to buscareers.com. And again, this isn't for everybody. If you don't have a, a CDL and you, and you, uh, if you are an experienced driver only with a CDL B with passenger endorsement, that's what they want so that you can just get interviewed, uh, quick training and no time you're on the road. Buscareers.com. You're going to make a ton of cash, better schedule, better living, better jobs, uh, wouldn't it be better instead of working up, uh, get, waking up at the cra- ass crack of dawn to drive a bunch of loudmouth kids for the stupid bus company? You're driving whenever you want to for a corporate event with a bunch of rich bastards or people. Shouldn't say bastards. Uh, a bunch of rich dudes are going to throw tons of cash at you at the end of the trip. You will make twice as much money working for affordable limousine. Buscareers.com is where you go for more information. Fill out the form. Omar or Justin or Ben will be in touch with you. Thanks to Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. He is an independent insurance agent. He can get you insurance and he does it all for free. You will save money. He does all the shopping for you. Whatever you're paying for insurance now. The tank will get you into a better policy for less money. We're talking health. We're talking dental. We're talking life. We're talking auto. Whatever you need, the tank will take care of it. It costs you nothing to call upon the tank. Medicare in you or someone you love's future, they're turning 65 or you're turning 65 in the next six months, call the tank. If you're going to buy insurance from the marketplace like I've had to do for the past few years, call the tank. That's the most helpful, in my opinion. The Medicare assistance and uh, buying on the marketplace. Because there's a lot of hoops to jump through to get that done. Tank takes care of everything. You go to buyinsurancehere.com for more information. And again, this doesn't cost you anything. It's free. Buyinsurancehere.com. Have an expert take care of everything insurance-wise. Even if you get insurance from your employer. You know that that re-enrollment period that everybody hates? You have to sit through the stupid meeting. They give you a book of shit to review. Fuck that. Give it to the tank. He'll take care of it. Buyinsurancehere.com. My asshole of the day segment is brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. You've heard the nominees. Who will be 
the asshole of the day. Wow. It's unanimous. First of all, Jason Mays, who's in Ionia. Folks in Ionia get a bad rap. Yes, it's loaded with hillbillies and shit kicker trucks. We all know that. But he writes, assholes of the day are WZZM and woke bitches. Sick fuck Dean writes blackface lady. Kenny writes the lady. Sarah Rukrak Roosh says Ionia lady wench of the day. Adam says woke lady blackface. FTR, which I don't know what the FTR stands for. Chris writes asshole of the day, white knight, virtue signaling, social worker, bitch. Fuck. Patriot Nick. The woke social worker who missed her shift at the police station. Apparently, I just played on a big 101.3. Bellamy Brothers, let your love flow. Link to that. So make sure you listen to big 101.3 to hear all that. The lady. The woke social worker is your asshole of the day. We need to have a conversation about racism. No, we don't. Nothing racist happened. Shame on ZZM, too, for uh, running with that story like it was blackface. That poor kid being labeled a racist. What if that kid, what if that kid is the is the kid in the school? who already might be a little marginalized. Maybe he gets picked on from time to time. Ever consider that? And then now here he is, minding his own business. He doesn't know he's being recorded. Crazy bitch uh, puts him, turns him into the TV station, who then runs and runs with the story and labels it at blackface. That poor kid now is probably going to be bullied hardcore in the school because... You all, you assholes all did that. I, I, Maze, do you know those people? You need to lean on them and say that this is a fucking lawsuit. This is a slander lawsuit. Fucking A, man. Assholes. That pisses me off. All right. uh, We're going to break down the conversation that I had with the burn King. The war is on. This is going to get ugly and uh, I can't wait. And that this is one you can't win. You cannot win this war. You are outgunned. You are, you're outnumbered. Okay. There's nothing you can do. You are so fucked. And I'm so happy about this. All right. That's it. Have a good one. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.